Welcome to the Free Idea Podcast. As you can hear in the background, there is a kitty cat and another one. Pitochini. Wow, so many. So many meows. Here, say hello to the microphone. Go meow. Meow. He's licking my finger again. I guess I have tasty fingers. <laughs> que bonito. Okay, down you go. Down, down, down you go. I'm trying to reach for content here. What else is there to talk about? Let me think. Hmm. Okay, I, I get distracted. Ah, so that's my topic. Distractions. They happen a lot. As last time I was speaking about having less distractions, it's not about having more time. Just, you know the drill. And that's what I tried today. I limited my distractions, put my phone away outside of the bedroom by accident but I'll still take the credit. And then I stood up from the bed without grabbing any electronics for the first hour. And I dealt with it. And it was horrible, but I did it. And then I distracted myself for about three hours on Instagram videos, which happens a lot because that's what they're designed for. Now, I don't want to give it up because they're great for spending time and relaxing. Or is it? Are there any other ways? Well, yesterday, uh, oh no, you guys are playing with the bag. Oh, give me this bag, both of you. Go play with it outside, over there. Go play with it over there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> why every time I decide to do the podcast, you start playing with the bag. Huh, Fetuccini? Oh, so cute. Yeah, he always does that. Um, I have it right here in my hands. So, yeah, less is more. I try to... Oh, can't concentrate with that noise. <laughs> A lot of distractions as I'm talking about lowering distractions. This is why I should be rich and own a mansion so I could have my own office for podcasts with a closed doors that doesn't allow cats. Stop, stop grabbing my finger. Um, or maybe I go the poor man's way and start just stacking boxes on the entrance of this little room so that they're outside and stay outside. But how do you keep cats outside? Those things can jump and climb. They're acrobats as soon as they're born. <laughs> they're so curious. And they love noise. So that's a Walmart bag. And they've had more fun with it than all the toys I've ever bought them. All the toys that they get are free. Basically bags, bottle caps, uh, to toys that are broken, that somehow they have more fun when they're broken. A cotton ball, uh, boxes from Amazon. <laughs> they just have fun with everything. But the actual toys, a friend of mine gave me like a toy where they're supposed to push this ball and the ball goes around and around in this forever loop and they barely play with it. Then I used to have another cat toy that they can just hit uh, and it's like a ball that is flying and they never hit it ever. But they broke it somehow and... Now they're playing with the puffy ball on the floor, like more than the toy. And I remember I bought a cat tower once, pretty big and nice, expensive, and they ignored it completely. Even after I put some cat nip in it, that sucked. So I gave it away to a friend and that's my story. These cats don't really use the stuff I buy them so I just stop buying them stuff 
and started giving them like whatever they find fun around the house, which is usually boxes and wallpaper bags, as you hear. But they're finally away in the living room. So where was I going with this? Right. Something else I want to talk about is how um, the rat race really focuses on content. At least that's now because of the phones, of how easy it is to watch videos anywhere at any time. They're entertaining. And I've noticed that I revolve around Netflix, YouTube, and Instagram shorts. This is my life. Whenever I have a free day, this is it. When my wife has a free day or free hour, it's straight to Instagram and watching movies on Netflix. This is what we do to relax. And I find something wrong with that. Because when I watch uh, stuff online, it doesn't really relax me. It just distracts my mind. But as soon as I stop it, I feel like I feel like everything's crushing down. All the responsibilities, worries, everything comes back. I feel that if I was truly doing something relaxing, that after I stop, it would feel peaceful. I would be like, okay, I got these responsibilities, but they wouldn't be on the back of my head. They would, they would just be there silently. So, uh, it's a constant fight that I've tried to quit this social medias. I tried deleted them. I tried putting the lock that locks you out after a timer has passed. Hasn't worked. And now what I'm trying is have it on my phone and just train myself to not click it. Uh, which also hasn't worked <laughs> because I'm here again. So now again I'm trying, which is having the phone away from my bedroom, put it in the kitchen and leave it like that when I go to sleep. And when I wake up, it's the same. So how do I wake up? Well, I have my watch. And with my watch, I cannot watch videos. So that's good. That's my alarm right there. Or I could purchase one of those um, old alarms that goes beep, beep, beep. But uh, there's no need for that. I have a watch because I'm rich. Rich like that. You hear me, Nephi? I can afford a watch that goes beep, 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 beep. And it doesn't play videos. So that's good. And that's what I'm using. Instead of having that craving of, oh, I need to buy this alarm clock. Let's just use what I already have. And it's on my wrist. And I pay a lot for it. Isn't that right, Nephi? Yes. I pay a lot for it. So might as well use it. And that's what I'm also doing now. Use what I have and stop buying stuff. So this video game that I was talking about yesterday that I wanted to buy so much. Um... I found a solution to it and it's not to buy it. So I started playing a bunch of games that I already have on my Steam account and other stuff um, here. And I got nice. I got tired of it. You know, I played until I got tired. And then I just, I have that feeling of like, oh, I don't want to play anymore. I've been playing for hours. And I instantly start thinking of the new video game that I wanted. And somehow that ugh, feeling transfers to that other thing that I wanted to buy. So now I feel, oh, even if I buy that new game, I'm going to feel like, oh, because I don't feel like playing anymore. I'm, uh, I don't crave it anymore. Like when you eat so much chocolate or like half of one, but it's too sweet and you had enough, like you can't force yourself really. That's what I feel with the video games. And so that's how I make it work. It's great, honestly. It's great. Just don't mind me here. I'm clicking some stuff as I talk about video games. I'm playing a game on the computer. Well, it's one of those games that you just uh, let run on the background. There you go. That's nice. So I've been playing a lot of Maple Story and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 1. And it's great. And then I have another Steam game. 
and I have deleted other games that I have on my file to uh, distract me less, honestly. And I've also sorry, tried to have fine, fun things to do that are fun. So we often do things like being on the phone or playing a game or what is what is it shopping maybe um going out to things that we think is fun that it should be fun because i had fun with it a month ago a year ago a week ago or people just have fun with that so i should have fun if i do it but somehow when i stopped doing the thing I don't feel like I really had that much fun. I feel like it was also part of the routine. So um, I try to bring that thought to these games because these games are started are starting to feel like that. Not the ones I mentioned, another ones. There's other games that I played, um, like Resident Evil Four, and and at the time they were great. They were very very fun, but. Eventually that phone goes away. So okay, so my solution: step away from that, and be okay with it. Don't force myself to keep doing it because I was forcing myself. You know, chasing the dragon, like a drug. You get that nice feeling, and then you want to have it again, but you just can't, no matter how much you try. That's because well, you got used to it, and it's. You've, I've done it too many times. Uh, it's like that chocolate, too sweet already. I can't force it anymore. So. If this is the hard part, but I recommend to do it. Just let it go. Give it up. It's okay to give up. It's okay. It's gonna feel like you're giving away a part of yourself. Because it's, this thing has been with you for so long and you've invested so much time and energy and attention and all this. But just let it go. Just please. It's gonna be better. And it is better and I like it. It's very nice. I should have done this before, but thank goodness I'm doing it now. As for my day today, I wanted to be more productive. So I told myself, today is going to be the day where Damian does great things. Today, I will do what I believe makes me great. So what is that? It's personal. That's why I have to feel like what makes me feel great which is don't use the devices standing up from the bed and um, do a podcast read a book uh, exercise and do some research about random stuff and don't play this particular game that takes my time on the tablet which is like a, I don't know it's just like I have some random rules that I gave myself yesterday, by the way, which that's the trick. Give yourself some rules the day before, not the day off, because you have a different mindset. You're much more clear yesterday night on how you want to improve your day tomorrow morning. And now if I wake up today and I tried, I wanted to put a new rule, which was sleep until 10. <laughs> Go back to sleep after waking up. Didn't work out. I just couldn't sleep. So I learned my lesson. Don't put rules today. Stick to the rules of yesterday. It's better. And just keep improving like that. But I'm doing what I feel is being great. And this is what to me feels being great. So do for you what feels to be great. There's this quote I heard from... Uh, Instagram video here we go again this is why I don't give it up because sometimes those Instagram videos they give me sauce for life and this is what the quote was sort of if there if you're standing anywhere right and a portal opens in front of you and from that portal comes out you but that improved version of you the the most successful version of you how would it look like so i'm face to face with this me from the future that, that has everything i want right now 
how does he look like how does he bring himself about move talk how does his voice sound you know the confidence in the voice or the excitement the energy level whatever how does that look like and i thought about it and i have this image in my head of how he looks and it's kind of cool but it's pretty uh you know with the american dream and such pretty uh on the exterior it's not really much about the deepness but yeah so he has a suit he's confident talks slow but well not slow but um leaves space in the words talk that's what i mean speaks with confidence <laughs> speaks like relaxed that there's no issues around him um why the suit because he, is the thought of success in America suits so that looks cool um, looks like well respected or respectful person too um, and that's it um, he doesn't have anything glamorous on his body mm, not that I've thought about just the way he brings himself about his energy feels powerful in that way and what does he have he has not life figured out, but like career figured out or not, not career, but you know, like money figure it out, expenses, mm, uh, things that are stressful that money can solve. That's what I mean. He has figured out that part and that's the confidence that I feel. And so I think, okay, how can I get to that image? Well, first. Don't be a loser. Like Joe Roginsky says, the world needs less losers. So first of all, right there. That's my image of me being successful and great. And now I have to get there. So what does this successful Damien does? Okay. Well, he doesn't waste his time on Instagram. I bet you. He looks good. Um, he doesn't look jittery or like he needs a hit from an Instagram short. It doesn't look like his mind has ADHD going all the way and he needs to relax with a phone. It looks like he has done and keeps doing a lot of things that bring him to his goals. Um, so like things that move his body, you know, not like sitting and watching a screen. Maybe, but maybe he's doing the stock market, something cool like that, that brings money. Money is the answer to all the problems in America. <laughs> so that, how'd I get there? Well, he is not playing this particular game that takes so much time away from me that when I deconstruct the game, it's only about leveling up and getting better stuff to kill better monsters, to keep leveling your weapons to kill better monsters to keep leveling them because now the better better monsters cannot die in one hit so now you need to keep leveling the weapons but to do that you need to do these 300 other little things in order to go kill that other monster that is better better monster in one hit but once you do that you have another better 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 monster or a better 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 boss that you also have to kill that you just can't no matter how good you are not even in one hit not even in 30 minutes so you have to you know repeat and this is the fun and that is sometimes fun but does my successful image does that for the entire day i don't think so ah that's i don't feel good when i do that for the entire day i feel while i'm doing it it's nice but no when i stop that feels like I wasted my day and I wasted my life, my energy, my focus and everybody else who depends on my mm, how I feel. So like if I feel shitty, I'm going to treat people shitty. If I feel great, I'm going to treat people great. And I have to give credit to Joe Roginsky because there was a period that I hated him and I've come to peace and terms with that. And now I have to be grateful to another phrase that he said that I carry with me now to help me out. Um, <laughs> which I forgot. What was I talking about? This is my problem. I just have short-term Alzheimer's. 
I forget what I'm talking about in a second. My mind is blank about what I was speaking. So I'll just speak about anything else and hopefully it comes back. If not, it doesn't. But the quote that he said first was that we need less losers. And the other one is that working out makes him happy. Thank goodness I said it before I forgot it. I, I, I just had to say it. I couldn't be like, oh, guys, I remember. Because then I would forget it. So the thought is back. Exercise makes him happy. He says the day that he doesn't exercise first thing in the morning, he's going to be shitty and he's going to be shitty to his daughters and wife and all friends. And his entire day is going to be shitty because the time that he got sick and didn't work out at all, those are the times when he feels like shit. Okay, that's just him and his experience. Now, if I grab his experience and pull it towards me, how would that look like on me? It's similar when I'm in bed and I'm watching a ton of Instagram videos for hours and my entire day and I could show you on my phone, it's about eight hours or 12 hours of short videos. <laughs> I would feel like shit that day and I will not treat my pets well because I will ignore their needs, their pets. Um, I will not treat my wife well, not with the best attitude to see her again because my mind is just bloated with all this information in my head of all the videos that I saw and all the chemicals, all that happiness that it brought me. But then I was chasing the dragon and I'm not. So now I am irritable. Okay, so that's that. Whew. That's how I can translate what he said with me. So the way for me to not feel shitty is not doing exercise like he does. That's what works for him. What works for me is to do things that I feel make me great. Things, and it, it doesn't really make me great. <laughs> it doesn't, but it feels like it does. And that's this podcast. This feels good to do one of this every day. I really enjoy it. I don't have the motivation to do it. And I don't know what I'm going to talk about. But then I remember it's my podcast. I just say anything. Uh, I'm happy if you're listening to it. Thank you so much. But I have very few listeners. <laughs> the, the app tells me there's only like two people or four people a week. And even I doubt those statistics. Because my little bro and my wife sometimes watch these videos and the stats tell me that somebody from South America has watched it or from this other state has watched it and he doesn't tell me that somebody from right here good old Texas in this city where I'm at has watched it even though he has that capacity to tell me exactly what city what's it's crazy it's very <sighs> It tells me which city, with this and that and that, what state, what video they saw. It's super spy, right? But when they too watch it, oh, sorry, that's Siri. When they both watch it, it doesn't give an accurate information. I know, but the computer doesn't know it. So it tells me these statistics that four people have watched it and it can't get right the GPS. So I feel like maybe it's not so true. It tells me four, but I don't know. Can't believe it. Um, and it doesn't tell me for how long they watch it, how much, or what spot they stop. It doesn't tell me any of that. So I also, I don't know if they, it's just somebody who stumbled upon it by, by accident, clicked it, and then it's like, whoops, this is not the song of Michael Jackson I was looking for, and then just click forward. So I don't get too hung up on the views. If you're watching, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Um, I hope I can bring something nice to you, but I'm gonna tell you, this is my therapy. <laughs> this podcast helps me out to feel nice about myself and successful about myself. It's just the journey of it. Feels nice. So I have to somewhat apologize for the random stuff you hear from me most of the time. Uh, I give you sauce, but I also give you 
bunch of random crap that you really shouldn't listen to because it doesn't do anything good. But if you enjoy it, please welcome to it. I enjoy it too. So I'm happy that you do too. <laughs> with that said, so I was hung up with it. Like, oh, I better make some quality podcast because I have two listeners and I want them to hear quality. But that's a lot. It's a lot to try. And it kills my drive. And it kills my motivation. What actually pushes me is to is those numbers. Like this is episode... Um, it's like 35 or something. Let me see. This is episode 35. Yeah. That's what motivates me. That at one point I was at episode 1. And then 20. And now 30 and 35. That's what. I like to look at those numbers going up. Those are the numbers I do like. The stats one... I'm not attached to it yet, but the ones for my videos, episode 35, that's nice, love it. Every episode, I get better at this. I remember at the beginning, I got so shy to do the introduction, and uh, thoughts didn't come to me. Listening to my own voice on these headphones was a very strange experience, still is, but I'm getting used to it. It's not the same anymore. And I can speak faster as well. I remember speaking slower. I still do. I leave a lot of space between the words. That's mostly because I'm thinking. <laughs> and it may not look like much. Um, but it definitely feels to me like an eternity. That space that I leave. Like I just did. Like this one right now. It's... I'm also trying not to say um and filler words. Which I do, but I try not to. You don't need to listen to that. There's no sauce in it. I try to avoid what YouTubers do a lot, which is repeat the same thing over. I know it helps to keep track of the message. I'm, I'm going to do it as an example. Um, keeps tracks of the message. The message that keeps track of what I'm saying. Because what I'm saying is what keeps track of the message. <laughs> YouTubers do this a lot. Oh! And I'm just like, please, go on. You repeated the same thing three times. Like when a teacher tells you to write a sentence as a full sentence. Well, what I learned today is blah, 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 blah. And that blah, blah, blah is what I learned today is. Because blah, 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 blah. And blah, 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 because, and blah, 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 blah. That's what I learned today. <laughs> Just please stop saying what I learned today. Just go on. That's something I'm trying to avoid. It happens. I see why other people do it. And this is why. Because it adds time for me or you to think. Instead of saying, and, um... If you repeat the same sentence, it gives you time to think. That's great. And I do it accidentally. I think I just did it again. But sometimes it becomes like a tick. Just keep saying it and saying it. And saying, oh. I like Alan Watts, a modern philosopher. When I hear his speeches... He doesn't repeat words, which makes him very hard to keep track of what he's saying. I easily get lost. But he keeps the conversation going. And it feels like a one-way trip with no breaks. But not stressful breaks. More like, oh, it's a journey. He's taking me somewhere with his story. Every word he says advances the story. And that's what I like. From him, I would like to do that. Thank you for listening. That was great. And I'm going to continue. This is not a goodbye. I'm just being grateful that you're listening. And you're allowing me to continue this. Well, technically, you can't allow me. Because I'm still going to keep speaking. You can click exit. I'm still going to be here speaking. But that's the polite thing to say, right? Thank you for allowing me. To ramble and ramble and bamble my speech and my criticism towards society.
the society that I live, the rat race. I also feel like I'm making progress towards the rat race every time I do a podcast of this because I think, well, famous people didn't become famous until like their 1000 episode or their 300 episode. But those people do quality and they sometimes are celebrities. Those who get famous around 300, celebrities. Um, those who got famous around 1,000, that was like the people that just put out stuff. <laughs> and those who get famous at 30, those people put real quality. Real quality. But when they stop putting real quality, I just stop listening to them. So I learned my lessons from them. And I pick my path, and mine is numbers. Keep dropping numbers, hopefully daily. That is my goal. Would love to. But how to find the time to do it daily? It's just, I don't know. I'm going to have to get creative on that. Invite Shirlene to speak with me, like after work, or wake up an hour before and do a podcast, which I've tried, and it doesn't work because I can't sleep early. My brain just... I can't. I haven't found a strategy to do it. And then when I wake up early, I just make breakfast, which is... Uh, then, <sighs> and then I think, I want to do it for an hour. Oops. I woke up at 5.30. I don't want to do 30 minutes of podcast. So, mm, should I do it? Should I not? And then 10 minutes passed. Oh, it's 5.40 already. Dang it. I already have to stand up and make breakfast. Ooh, 5.50, I really messed up. 10 minutes for podcast. That's not a podcast. I'm not going to do it. So, you know, a lot of buts and excuses every time I wake up at 5. So, I don't have a job right now because I'm waiting for classes to start on August. I could get a job for the summer. But while I'm not doing it, I'm saying I'm going to get my ass to work and do the things that I like. And about that, if I'm going to be teaching and be a teacher and this podcast is going to be public and I say some bad words here and there, I've thought about it. I wouldn't advertise it to my school, that's for sure. But if a student finds it, fine. Um, it is me. This is me. What I say is what I say. Mm, even if it's like not nice. But it is what I think. And we're in America. And freedom of speech. And if I ever get fired for my freedom of speech, is there freedom to hire? <laughs> and freedom to fire. And then I'll just get another job. And then another one. And another one. And my life won't end. You know? Because I'm somebody who moves a lot. And by moves a lot, I'm trying to avoid the word works hard. I hate that. Because uh, anybody works hard. That doesn't really mean your success. I like to literally move from job to job, from apartment to apartment, and city to city. You get the point. Even countries. So I like to make decisions and get moving quickly. So I don't want to say hard work because that's not what I do. So if I get fired, I'll get another job. If I get fired from that job, I'll get another job. If this and that... Security is hard to come by. We're really never secure. Something I've heard a thousand times. I don't feel it's true, but I know it's a fact that we're never secure. Security doesn't exist. You give away freedom for security. How? Well, you give the power of making money to your employer. So now you don't have the power to make the money. It's your job. But you do have the power to go there and work. Well, if nobody wants to hire you, then that power is out of your hands. So in that case, I remind myself, I have the power to create a job. What job is that? And if it's going to be profitable? No. I did some Ubering and it's not profitable. I earn like $3 an hour. Bad. Once I start paying for the gas, and using my time to Uber people around here during the summer, I make like three hours an hour. An hour. 
also because I'm new, so I don't get many requests from people. I don't have like five stars. I don't even have 10 trips on my record. So I also get less. This is the, the cost to start, you know? So it is what it is. I understand. But my point is, I'm not just laying here. I'm doing stuff and I move a lot. It's work, but it's not hard. What is hard is stop using the phone in the morning. What is hard is stop wasting time doing things that don't make me happy. And it's cliche to hear that. Don't do things that make you unhappy. Oh, we always do things to impress other people that don't care. No, 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 no. But I mean, literally things that don't make me happy. Like, I think that they are playing a game and I'm playing it and it's nice but also the more I play it the more stressed I get I'm bored and the more that happy feeling goes away and I just keep going and going for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and I realize I actually only had fun the first hour or the first two rounds of the game but the other 20 rounds four hours later I didn't have fun I was just chasing that fun feeling I didn't get it maybe I got it uh, once every 20 minutes and that gets me going that's what I mean that is hard to stop to realize I'm not having fun in this one thing that I was having fun but I'm not anymore so I think this is going to happen to this podcast as well it's a warning to myself I could be doing this podcast every day and be like chasing that feeling of happiness and then it's not there and then I'll stop doing it it has happened before and it might happen again. So how to deal with that? That's when discipline comes in. And that means every day at a certain hour, I do the thing. That's not going to be easy. That is hard work. That is what I'm, I want to say. That is hard work. Is what is hard for you. Not for everybody because eh, it's very relative. To me, mopping the floor is not hard. Um, to a disabled person, it's going to be really hard. <laughs> Somebody with arms or legs, uh, maybe one arm. Let's make it nice like that. Because somebody without any arms wouldn't, probably wouldn't just turn on a robot. But yeah, that would be hard work. For somebody without an arm compared to me, wouldn't be hard work. And to me, it's very hard work to stop using the phone. I ask you, what is hard work for you? We all have difference. So what's easy for you will be hard for me. Uh, some people have trouble um, coming back home and doing work after a horrendous job day. Some people have trouble getting out of the house or saying hello to strangers or going to the cash register and just being a little social. Or when somebody brings you the wrong item at a restaurant, complain about it. That is hard work for me. So I can assume for a lot of others, that is hard work. <sighs> yeah, I'd like to say hard work in a different meaning than the motivational speakers that match hard work with being rich and billionaires. Uh, that reminds me of something else I wanted to talk about, which is the content on YouTube I get recommended a lot is get rich schemes, well, not schemes, uh, titles with a thumbnail, the photo of like, this is what rich people do. 10 habits of rich people. Want to be a millionaire? Here's the secret. Uh, habits of highly effective people. Boom, 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 boom. Some of them are great. Yes, after you watch about five of those, that's all you need. The message just keeps getting repeated and fluffed out. Fluffed out. And that's something I would love to avoid and I have. 
Now I get recommended these videos and I click it. And as soon as I hear the same bull Cheetos, I just leave because that's how it is with everything else. Anything you want to know, the message gets repeated after five episodes. So probably this one, this podcast, I've repeated the same message as well. And it's going to happen to me as it happens to a lot of other podcasts I've heard. After a while, it just repeats. <sighs> same for books. I read so many. I heard many more. And eventually, I felt like I have to stop taking in knowledge. It's time to act on that knowledge. So that's my part now to act on it. And this is one doing the recording. Another one is exercising every day. Another one is the keto diet. That's those are my ways to act on the knowledge I've gotten. Um, my job as a teacher is going to be hard, hopefully fulfilling, as many say. Well, fun, maybe, a little bit. I'm not counting on that. Um, but what was I going to say with that? I don't know. Something about being a teacher. I'm going to be in charge of people. That's kind of cool. Power. Ah, yes. I'm going to use my studies, my master's degree that I have where I studied leadership and leaders and all this type of stuff. I'm going to try it there. I'm going to have fun with that. And I will try to be the best teacher I can be. The teacher I wanted to have. You know, one that is just firm, but also very relaxed. And doesn't scream at kids. And doesn't punish needlessly. Gives them ways to get out of a punishment. Uh, plenty of warnings, but firm. Once those warnings have seized all those opportunities and not be judgmental and just treat everybody nice unless hmm, unless they need a little bit of a push to get going um maybe not being so hard on the students that don't want to work because i know not everybody's meant for school some people are meant to be out there using their hands and bodies for a job, whether it is cutting hair or working on roofs, the garden, being a salesman, comedian, um, office worker, librarian, whatever. Um, not all jobs require you to think a lot. In fact, I don't think any job <laughs> requires you to think a lot. After you are in the job for about a year, you pretty much learn everything there is to learn. Even in teaching, I feel like people, like you would learn more, yeah, for sure. But the main concept of teaching, you'll learn it in one a year. And then the rest is just variations of the main concept. Like different personalities to deal with. Um, situations, problems that arise in the moment that are a little different from the normal. But the main idea is the same. Teach them and keep control of the class in order for them to have a nice place to learn. To not be too distracted. That's all. How to achieve that? It's the art of teaching. The tough part. And now, I'm uh, getting a bit of a headache. I had... All the happiness I needed from this podcast. How would I name it? I don't know. It's a rant. Random. I gave you some sauce. I forgot what sauce I gave you. And I had fun with it. A lot of fun. Next is keep working on that portal me. That image of me. Who am I? That I find to be successful coming out of that portal. So here goes the story again to ask yourself, am I repeated? If 
a portal opens in front of you. And out of the portal comes yourself. But it's the best version of you. How would that person look like? How, how is that clone behaves compared to you now? Then, how can you start behaving today to achieve that? Like, try to copy that person right there. Try to copy their way of moving, speaking, behaving, thinking, feeling. How did he get there? You know the answer. I know it. I know it because that's what I want to be. So that's why I know it. It's like, oh, well, he's confident. That means I want to be confident. That means I'm not confident. But careful. Don't stress too much about it. Because the more you want something, the more you remind yourself that you don't have it. I want to be happy means I'm not happy right now. I want to be tall means I consider myself short. <laughs> I want to be um, muscular means I see myself as weak or just not muscular, just average, whatever. So, yeah, that's fine to have. You'll never run away from that. It's it's a loop. Uh, it's like if you try to stop desire, you are desiring to stop. <laughs> so you're still desiring. It's never ending. Just be at peace with that idea. Try to balance it out. You'll know when you're messing up. Um, I don't think you'll be able to get out of it as easily as you think you can, but you can. It's an ongoing battle with yourself to the betterment of yourself. And then consider why is that better version of you better? Like, of course, it has this, 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 and that. But why is it better? Like, is it really better that you have more muscle? But for what? Why? Well, because I can carry stuff easier without getting tired. But in order to get that muscle, you have to carry heavy things now. And you will be tired for a long time. So in the case one day you carry a box, you're not tired. You're willing to put yourself through many days of tiredness? <laughs> Is that really a better version of you? And if you say yes, okay, good, do it. But if you say like, nah, I guess it doesn't make sense, then don't do it. Maybe, who knows. For me, I want muscle so that for the day that I have to carry something heavy, it's easy. And also that I can be more reliable to myself and also because I have a lot of back pain. And that's because I sit a lot and I don't have muscles in my back because I don't carry heavy stuff. And when I do the daily things, my back gets tired so easily. And that's bad because then I get headaches and I get irritated. And you see this whole chain reaction happens because of one thing. So I know my why. Do you know yours? find it because it's gonna help you out a lot like the i love speaking about myself so here goes another one keto diet <sighs> so many things i give up sugars anything sweet that is nice and brings life to life but i have a bigger why than just losing weight and looking good my stomach cannot really handle flour or uh, sugar I'm somewhat pre-diabetic self-diagnosed with some evidence uh, <laughs> but yeah it is what it is I have a bigger why so when I get out of the diet I feel like shit when I'm on the diet I feel incredible but it comes the problem when I'm on the diet I have way too much free time and I hate life because also it takes away the sweet things in life, which is like an ice cream, an apple pie, some Doritos, uh, some uh, sweet alcoholic drink like a margarita, just something nice, a chocolate bar. So, you know, once in a while, 
I give myself that and I say, okay, for the next month, uh, I, I'll do it again. Or I'm experimenting. Now it's like, okay, at home, I will eat healthy, keto. But if I ever go out with friends, family or whatever, I will eat what is fun. I will eat some Dorito chips. I will eat some alcoholic drinks, um, pie. If I have biscuit, like I had with my little bro, I broke the diet and I had a lot of fun. It just made the day nicer. It's just, yeah, it's a balance, right? Even though the keto diet is not supposed to be done like that, it's a lifestyle of no carbs. And it kind of hurts a little to deviate from it because I'm switching what my body's used to. But so far now, the positive of switching the diet in the moment does fit my needs. It counters all the negatives that it brings. The negative being a maybe bad time going to the bathroom the next day and some pain while sleeping and acid coming uh, reflux burning my throat yeah <laughs> it's not good this is why i do the keto diet but you know after doing it for so long and i'm with family and having fun it's worth the pain that's what consider what's worth the pain to live your life because that's what it's mostly about just enjoy but not too much enjoyment too much enjoyment gets dull and boring and then you get used to it and you try to chase the dragon of enjoyment so there's that a balance is a cliche to say because it doesn't feel like balance either because when I think of balance, I think, okay, half-half. Or, but I think it's more like 10% this, 90% that, 3% here, even though that's like 103%. <laughs> that's how it feels. Like, you really don't get to 100. You do a bunch of other things more than you should. Or less. Uh, kind of like when taking a vacation. The vacation can be long like a month long and then you're back to work your ass for two years non-stop that's not a balance but that works out that works out and then you take another month off and you feel incredible and then you work for another two years let's say it's that's what i feel like a balance does or looks more realistic Instead of, okay, half day work, half day break. Some, like diet, some people believe this, and it works for this particular competitive eater. I, he eats massive amounts of food. Those challenges that restaurants give you. If you eat 10 burgers in 30 minutes, it's free and you get a shirt. So he eats these 10 burgers, bacon and cheese and everything else that is super unhealthy. And somehow that guy is ripped and he's not fat. That's because he exercises and believes that if he's going to eat 10 burgers that day, then the next days for that week, he is going to just drink tea and I don't know, other lesser things. So his belief is, if you know you're going to pick out one day, you have to starve other days. Not really, I'm exaggerating. But that makes sense. I mean, when I look at him, and he has results, and he has tons of videos where he does these crazy challenges, it looks like he, his words match what he's saying with his body. Um, so that's an interesting thing. Instead of counting daily calories of how many you take, he counts weekly calories. And yeah, there's another belief that matches that one, which is um, the more you eat. No, 
it's not about eating healthy or unhealthy for one day or for two days. It's about eating unhealthy throughout months, consistently unhealthy. That what makes you unhealthy. So if I eat a burger every day, it's going to be bad in a month or three. But if I eat a burger every Monday and I exercise three days a week, I'm going to look good. I'm going to be doing good because I'm doing more positive than negative. And throughout the month, I'm exercising way more that, than that burger can do harm. And it's, I think it's true so far. When I broke my diet, the first two days, I still felt great because I kept the diet for two months. I still felt like I was on the diet, still the benefits. They started appearing um, maybe like a week or two after I kept breaking the diet every day. So that's what I mean. And yesterday, I broke it a little bit with a piece of chocolate, but I still felt great at night and today because I'm offsetting. I don't know. I'm exploring it. But there's some truth to that. I don't need to eat healthy all the time. As long as I eat healthy more than I eat unhealthy, I can offset it. I can also use exercise to help offset it. Um, playing games all day is not bad for one day, but I do it for three days, I feel like shit. I am on my phone for eight hours, for two days consecutively, feel like shit. But if I do it for one day, it's incredible. If I come home and relax from work with a phone, from noon to sleep, perfect. But if I do that, for the next three days, I'll feel horrible. What I'm thinking right now is, does that happen also with a healthy lifestyle? If you do it for a while, it's nice. But if you do it for too long, it's hell. And I think yes. The answer is yes. Because I tried the keto diet straight for two months. And oh boy, was I going through some rough stuff. Mental. Like easily irritable, um, feeling sad that there's nothing to do in life, which is interesting. There's really nothing much to do in life that brings me happiness other than food. <laughs> it's like, here's my example. Go out with friends. Nice. But when I'm out with my friends, all I can eat is a burger patty uh, with cheese while everybody else is eating a chocolate shake and these massive burgers with this nice thick fries with salt and looking so good and a Sprite or Coca-Cola. Mm. Repeat that a few more times, feels like shit. <laughs> Go out with my family. Everybody is eating some nice fried fish, fried chicken, and I'm here eating a salad at the beach. With a beautiful view, I'm eating a salad while everybody else is enjoying themselves <laughs> with onion rings. And uh, that's my point. Um, that's when I started to feel very unhappy and irritable. And I started breaking my dying little by little. And I don't regret it. It's good. And I should have done that before. I should have. And I didn't. And I feel like a punk. But with that learn, I will break my diet once in a while. When I start feeling that feeling of unhappiness and easiness, or just going out with friends, I want to have some fun, I'll break it. Just like I'm going to break it. And I know when. Friday? No, sorry. Saturday and Sunday. Two days. I'm going to break it. Definitely on Sunday, I'm going to be on a donut with my wife floating down the river for hours. And I'm going to be eating 
Doritos and drinking sweet alcohols. Yeah, maybe the sandwich too or a pie. That'd be great. And Saturday, I'll be climbing nature. And I'll figure out what I'll eat. Maybe I'll eat the same thing. <laughs> Make it nice. Um, it's like I read this person's comment that said, we, the people who travel and climb mountains, we don't really do it for the view. We do it for the food. <laughs> For the food, something along those lines, for the food that we bring to eat with a different view. Something like that. They st still do it for the view, but mostly just for eating while watching that view. So that view is like secondary. The food is first, and the person you're with, and the peace that you get for the nice view. But it's the food that brings the happiness. It's the food that seals the deal, that cherry on top, the, the tip of the iceberg, I don't know. So that's that. When I'm on my diet, and if I just go to nature and climb rocks, I'll be like, oh, like, this is it? That's all there is to life? Ugh, like, look at, yeah, it's beautiful, but um, I gotta go back home to eat a salad. <laughs> it's not nice. So when I did the donut thing and I went to some fried chicken afterwards, mm. nice with like gravy, mm -mm -mm. fresh out. And they offered me lemonade and I said, no, I'll get water. I'll stop myself right there. The chicken is enough to make me happy. Don't, don't bring the lemonade. <laughs> but that's, that's how I view life at this moment. It's good to do things and eat healthy and live a wonderful lifestyle that everybody agrees that it's healthy, but please break it once in a while and live your life, live. I'll bring this other example from Tony Robbins, a motiv motivational speaker. He tells this story when he was walking, uh, no, no, he wasn't walking, but he had an ex-wife and she was eating chocolate and he wasn't, I mean, both of them weren't, both of them were on a strict diet or lifestyle that they were doing, you know, as motivational speaker that he is, he needs to be on top of the world, working all hours, thinking all the time, waking up early, whatever, just being on energy all the way and he's always talking about willpower this and that so he has to set an example uh, and the wife broke the diet that they were doing by eating a chocolate bar and he got shocked and asked like why are you doing that and she said something along the lines I'm living <laughs> I mean, living as in life, not as in going away. <laughs> but she said that. I'm living my life. And he learned the same lesson that day. Or not that day, but eventually. And he uses that story to show it. Where he was way too strict with his lifestyle. And the wife was living her life by just eating a chocolate bar. And that alone shocked him. And that's how I feel too, when I, you know, break my diet. And that day that I jumped from an airplane and I ate a cake, tres leches, that I was not supposed to because it's a lot of sugar and a lot of bread. Oh, and all the things that I'm not supposed to. <laughs> all in one. And, and it was incredible. It was the, the best, 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 best thing I could have ever done after that jump. Break the diet with a wonderful cake. It just sealed the deal. 
completed the day. In fact, that cake was our shield of the fear we had for jumping. Because at any point I could remind myself, after I jump from this crazy thing and fall from the sky, there is a delicious cake waiting for me at home. <laughs> of course, there's a lot more nice things waiting for me. But breaking my diet for the first time with, an, with something like that, that I've been craving and that I, I know that I like, that is my favorite, sealed the deal. Every time I got scared, there's cake waiting for me at home. Every time, <laughs> you know, I'm falling or whatever, there's cake waiting for me. When I'm driving one hour away, I say, there's cake waiting for me at home. And my little brother and I, we're making a lot of jokes that if one of us doesn't live, then the other one will bring the cake to the tombstone and eat it. <laughs> Or we were like, we're both coming back home and eat cake. We better both come back and eat it together. <laughs> and it was nice, really nice. So yes, living is what I've learned from this crazy keto diet that I followed strictly. And from jumping from an airplane because it makes absolutely no sense to do that no sense like am i gonna get richer from falling from the sky am i gonna get out of the rat race am i gonna become a better husband am i gonna have kids by doing that <laughs> get better at my job for jumping off an airplane no but it made me happy and it taught me a lesson that will make me better person better husband better teacher better father because i learned something I learn to live. And with that, I will end the podcast. Beautiful message. Ciao, ciao. And thank you for listening. The Free Idea Podcast. <laughs>